Good morning, Rap Boy Sai! Ah! Live from Miami! Unreal! Today's share is sponsored by Joel and Omela Wall. Is that how you pronounce it? Again, I wish they had Nikudas in English. In gratitude to Hashem on the birth of our new baby, Chaim Zandvil. Shout out to my new brotherhood at eight minutes. What about Zoom? Apologizing for the way I read his joke. I have no idea what he's talking about. Susie Rosenberg. Apology not accepted. Susie Rosenberg. Your side of her mother. Nechabas Rabbi Yehuda, Aleah Shalom. First cousins, David Steinlauf from Montreal, and Jay Spitzer, I know well, from Toronto. L'zeich Nishmas, their grandfather, Yosef Ben Menachem Manele, on his 28th yard site. And the turning of Adaf is by Michael, how do you pronounce his name in Sephardit? Ben Melech. Or Ben Melech, whose birthday it is today. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Who couldn't come because he is not feeling well, unfortunately, with the famous whatever. Okay. Chaval. Mamish Chaval. He's a big supporter and just so happened. Yesterday I had no idea I was going to be here. It was Yeshua Aaron Price's idea. By the way, when he walks in, pretend he doesn't exist. Because he loves walking in smack in the middle of it. I'm serious. When he walks in, nobody say a word. He's going to make a whole thing. We're not going to say a thing. He's going to walk in. We're not just pretend he's not here. This shtick, okay? Um, a tremendous akaras atoyev to Yeshua Aaron Price for giving me this idea to come here. I'm so happy I did. I know it's a day before uh, we're doing a big uh, Shabbos Ufruf in a hotel, and uh, my wife doesn't know I'm here yet. When she finds out, I might be looking for a place to stay. She's in New York, and I left my kids by themselves, but say that I'll be back at 1 o'clock. By 1 o'clock this morning, they will be in bed, I promise. She'll have no clue. Uh, Yosef Biliak is here with us, Rabbi Isai. He edits the videos. His sons are over there. They do the daf every day. It's incredible. Tremendous, tremendous. It's um, to be here. What do I have to read here? Which one? Oh, yeah, by Michael Bemela, in memory of the of his mother, Dvarafega, by Shmuel, and father-in-law Menachem Mendel, Ben Elchan, and Zechorin Levrocha, and in the merit to make it to Uma Rosh Hashanah this year. Amen. <laughs> He's excited. He just converted a bunch of people to Breslev. It's Givaldi. Um, as you know, I have a, a place here in Miami. I haven't been to uh, in over eight years, so it was great to, to at least see that for a few minutes. Um, Rabbi Isai, I want to tell you like this. We'll start off, we had a Chalim Pressman, he, he's always been pressing me to do Chumashir, Chumashir. So in his honor and in the honor of Miami, I just want to tell you a quick vart from the parasha that has everything to do with Miami. Miami is maybe the first place that so many people got together about a month ago, gathered, it was a gathering of Achdos, a gathering of Torah. And by the way, tremendous Yishkoyach to the Saka family for giving the place to us. And they call this the official MDY headquarters. Now, I, 
Jim himself is not here, but it says brother Sandy is here. We have the schos of having uh, Becky Saka. She now she's Freeman. We're hosting her and her whole family, Tzvi, the Freemans from Detroit. So if Jim's not here, at least the Gansim Shpacha. So you shkoyach to them. But anyway, here in Miami, we created this new idea that I don't have to be here. I don't have to be giving a shear. The island could get together. And the amount of feedback that we had from the Miami guys was incredible. And I read over these emails from people that just were inspired being here, inspired to see people that they know from Shul that are also doing the daft together with them. And it just, the camaraderie in the Achtos was incredible. And we hope that Be'ezer Hashem, this will continue on a monthly basis and it will continue in other cities. You know, I was trying so hard to get the guys in Chicago to get together. The most I was able to get is 35 guys. Look at this. And one like this, I don't know, we have double in that here. No? It's unbelievable. Boy said, by the way, you could eat. There's a lot of food over there. What are you guys waiting for? Catered, catered. They didn't go to Stan Bagels, but they catered it. Unbelievable. So I want to tell you real quickly, this week's parasha, it's unbelievable that, and I'm happy that I, I came here, so now I have something to say at my uh, son's Zofrov. And I know he's not watching, so it's okay. The parasha, does somebody have a chumash here? That's a chumash? Beautiful. I don't want to, whoa, it's one of these. It's a lot of English going on there. Okay, listen to this. This parsha has the secret to Yiddishkeit in it, and it no less than three times in this parsha. The secret, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a secret that we don't know. We're very familiar with the secret. Uh, it's Perek Ches, Pasuk Vav. Vishomartos mitzvahs Hashem alikecha. You should keep Hashem's mitzvahs lalechez bidrochav. To go in his ways, to mimic Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and to fear him. So that's what it says there. It says the secret to Yiddishkeit, and that's it. This is this pasuk. Leleches bidrachov. Us as Jews, we have to go in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's ways. Then it says again in Perek Yud, pasuk Yud Beis. Let's see if we can find it. Here we go. Vatoy Yisrael, Ma Hashem Alekech Shoyel Miimach. What is HaKadosh Baruch Hu asking from you? To fear Hashem, to go in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways, and to love Him, and to worship Hashem, with all your heart and all your soul. So what does it say again? Loleches bechol drochav. He's supposed to go in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's ways and to love him. He's not asking for a lot, just to fear him and to go in his ways. Second time and the third time, you should listen to this while the, the reading the Torah. Did somebody just walk in? By no, nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, come on, time next time. It says like this: Leave. Don't, 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 uh, don't threaten. Come on, time. You were in the middle of a shear over here. Come, say hello to the Eilam. But next time, come on time. No? Go. So why don't you come on time if you got to go? This is Shtik Rabbi Isai. He loves coming in this middle. <laughs> Everybody say hello to Yeshua Enterprise. What I tell you? Every time. Hello. Yeah, it's good, but it's all your fault that I'm here. And finally, it worked like a bomb, guys. It was so beautiful. He had no idea what to do with himself. This is the first time. 
he, 20 times it comes in the middle of the shear, and everybody says, Woo, Yeshua, this is the first time? Nobody even cared. Miami. In Miami, that's right. <laughs> Beautiful, Yishkoyach, you guys are unbelievable. You don't have what you just did for me. Such a t- You don't even have to get new guys to the shear. That was such a favor, you have no idea. Okay. Finally, in Mafter or Shvi, or both, it says like this. You should love Hashem. Anyway, that's the secret to Yiddishkeit. What does that mean? Baruch gives and gives and gives to others. It's the side of Yiddishkeit that if you want to be a good Jew, you have to have Havas Chinam. You have to love other people and give to other people. And this camaraderie right here, Rabbi said, the Chavetz Chaim says, why three times? Laleches, Laleches, three times. The same exact thing, basically. It's because once you reach a level in Yiddishkeit, don't say, oh, I, I reached this level and I'm here and I do chesed. I do 10 hours a week chesed. Oh, if you reach that level and you want to get to the next level, now you have to do 20 hours of chesed. You have to increase that Ahavas Chinam, which I'm looking at Mark Ashkenazi on the screen talking about Ahavas Chinam and all these people. This is Avas right here. When we get together, not just for Torah, but the camaraderie, the, the chavershaft, the reyos, the achva, it's unbelievable. And Rabbi Sai should continue and continue. And Be'ezer Hashem, not only in Miami, in all the cities in America, all these thousands of people. The, I'm, I'm not, I walk in the street, uh, I, I watch this year. So why did you come live? Eh. There's a chasorn of Ahava over there. So we have to bring them back. We're going to make them do tshuva in Chicago. But right, this should be, this is going to be an example for all of America. We have a true, amen. Tremendous amount of people here that are gathered, not just for Torah, but for the camaraderie. Says the Gemara. Oh, okay, we won't read any emails today. We already did that. Here, camaraderie. I want to see one picture of camaraderie. Here's Aaron Hirsch and Yosef Mevorah. Also from Eretz Yisrael, getting together, not even knowing each other, like Michael Ben Chitria told me, said he 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 feels like he knows Mark Ashkenazi like like for years they never met, and they're talking about being at each other's home. It's that camaraderie that comes through Torah, through this, and Gishbaruch should give us that we should just continue and continue to grow. Says the Halakhic Mishnah, the official Mishnah sponsored by Fischl. Top of Dav Chavbeis, brand new sugya. Sukkah hamiduvleles. Now, what is miduvleles? The Gemara is going to explain. It could be miduvleles, like it's a little weak. It's a weaker kind of sukkah. Well, we'll see. Machlokes. Best shetzilas hamurubu The Gemara is going to discuss. Is it a new halacha that you have to have more shade than sun? If it has more shade than sun, it's kosher. Where else do we learn this halacha? More shade than sun? First Mishnah. Chas v'sholem. Over there it says that a sukkah is not allowed to have more sun than shade. Mechites it says more shade than sun. Okay, that's more. I'm just I'm messing, I'm messing. Yeah, you're right. The first Mishnah, the first Mishnah of Masech the Sukkah, says the halacha of... But over there it says it differently. It says Hamasim Ruben Tzilasa is no good. Over here it says Tzilasim Ruben Hamasa is good. So if you're Gemara, you're going to say that it's very different. What happens if it's exactly 
That's why I scream at him. But I'm a big shot because I said right away, it's the first mission. And then I saw the Gemara says, no, it's not. Okay. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. If it's very thick, like a home. So don't be concerned that maybe you might stay in your house. You know, in those days, we discussed it, they used to have nice planks of wood in the ceiling that are kosher for schach, really. But the Torah says you must leave your house and go into a sukkah. So even though it's a kosher, but it's usher to stay in your house. You have to leave. So they said, you can't, there's a concept called Xeris Tikra. So maybe this, this schach, is, you put it on so heavy, you might mistake it for your house next year. No, you're allowed to stay there. You can't see the stars. Kshayra. You know, we all know, oh, it's so heavy, you have to see the stars. Givaldi. Stam, as a, I'm thinking out loud here. Maybe the shot is stars. What stars? Stars. And I, I, I kid you not, I heard this in Farakwa. I heard an older guy, like a guy in his 80s probably, telling his friend, he says, I just saw this whole program about the stars, like, he's, like, like a person who's never heard this before. How incredible the universe is. You know, how it's infinite. It just goes. and You can't, you can't even fathom it. It just doesn't make sense when you start thinking about how many billions of stars, and each star is millions and millions of light years away from here. Like, that... You have to see the stars. You have to realize that there's a rebbeinu in the world. Stam is a derachaga. Okay. Says the Gemara, "My meduvlelas." What's this word, meduvlelas? In Hebrew, meduvlelas, we know what that means, but meduvlelas with the vase is a little complicated. Omar Rav, Sukkah Aniyah, Ushmul Omar, Kana Oila, Vekana Yered. So Rav says it means it comes from the lashon Dalil. It's it's a little weak. It's a uh, it's aniyah. It's a poor man's sukkah. It doesn't have enough money for schach. So it looks something like this. Okay. Shmuel comes out with a much more sophisticated halacha. He says, it's like this. One piece of schach is on top and one is on the bottom. Just He did two layers of schach. How far away are they from each other? We'll see. It's, just a, it's a much better picture, Shmuel. I'm saying. Just, it's, a cool, it's a cool concept. So... He put the piece of schach over the gap. So what's the difference? It should be good, no? Rav, Tani, Chada, Ushmol, Tani, Tarte. Based on how you read the word, Meduvleles, does Meduvleles mean Meduvleles, that it's, it's, a, it's a poor man's sukkah? Or Mebulbul, that it's, it's staggered, then it, it makes a difference in the Mishnah, how you read the Mishnah. Is the Mishnah telling me one halacha or two halachas? Is this a continuation? Rav Tani Chadu Shmuel Tani Tarti Tu Alachas. Rav Tani Chadu, what's the Alacha? Sukkah Meduv Leles, my Meduv Leles, Medul Delas. So you read it, Medul Delas. There's extra vase there for some reason. Shetzi Lassam Rumacham Masak, Shera. The whole, the whole, it's just one line. There's a Sukkah that's Medulal, it's missing Schach. And if it has more shade than sun, then it's kosher. Ushmuel Tani Tarti Shmuel says it's two Alachas. It's a lotion of bilbul, staggered. That what? If it's a sukkah that's bilbul, it's staggered, it's kosher. A second halacha. I agree to Rav that if it's kosher. Okay. Omar Abayah. 
says Abaya in Shmuel. Shmuel says that we're talking about a staggered. I don't know if you guys could see this, these pictures. They're amazing pictures. The difference between the two sides of schach, the two the two steps in the schach. If he staggered it in a way that there's less than three tefachim, and if there's less than three tefachim, we always say what? Lavud. But if from the first floor is and the second floor is is more than three tefachim, it's the sukkah is puzzle. Amarava. And it says, Rava, okay, even if I agree with you that it can't be three tvachim, but that's only if it doesn't have a width of a tefach. Look at this picture. Same idea, but the pieces of schach are much wider. So if you have a wide piece of schach, now, it's a, if it's a tefach, what do we, we always say a tefach is an oil. When it comes to tumah and everything else, a tefach is an oil. So what if it's oil? So it's a makam chashav, it's something chashav, and therefore, kshayra, I'm making a fist, I just re- I didn't see this, but Yosef was telling me, if you watch it, the shir online, so when we were talking yesterday about the fist of Ben Avatiach, he put the fist right through the screen. And it broke the screen kind of thing. The cool stuff. Okay. Anyway. Yes, we got to Send it to me. The Amrinon Chavoid Rami. So now we're learning a new word, but we learned the concept already. The concept is an old concept. This is the concept of good Aches Mechitza. The Ma'alach Sinai, you bring a Mechitza downwards. This is slightly different. And that is that you bring the whole Schach down. Until now, we're talking about good asik mechitzta, that if you have a, a, a small strip of something, I could bring the whole wall down. I pretend that that strip goes downwards. Or let's say, I don't know, I can use a chumash. Use this. Let's say this is the face. This is what we have. So the whole thing goes down. The face goes downwards. Great. But now we're talking about schach. Now we're taking the whole piece of schach and we're, we're putting it down. We're bringing it down. That's Chavayt Rami. It's the same. It's the same Allah Hashem Sinai. Because Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu this one concept that you could go downwards. You could bring things down. But now that we're talking about Schach, we're not talking about wall. We're not creating a wall and, and pretending that the face of the wall goes down. We're taking the whole piece of Schach and bringing it down. We're fitting in the slats over here. You know what? I already made this before. We'll use it. Here are the two slats. They're just going to go like this. The, the two levels the upper level is Chavayt Rami, just goes down and fits into the gap, and we're good to go. Says the Gemara, Oh my Rami. How do I know that you need a Tefach and less than a Tefach? You don't say it, but if you have more than a Tefach, I could bring down the Schach. And if there's no Tefach, you don't say Chavayt Rami. It's not. We learned. Okay. It goes like this. Rabbi said, very, very simple sugyo. These are the, the beams. What are they called? The joists. I used to, I used to build, right? I forgot. They, this is how we build today as well. 
you have these joys today, they're thick, they're the two by eights, the two by twelves, and you run them in one direction. And on top of that, you put today we put plywood, but what they would do back then is they would put smaller slats, you know, like the oak that we have, the two and a quarter, three and a quarter, on top of this, you know, like running this way. And on top of that, they would put what we learned in the Mishnah Ma'aziva. It's a layer of cement, whatever it is, and that would it would make it watertight. They had flat roofs, says Rashi. It wasn't on a, on a pitch. So it had to be really watertight. So let's, there's hardly any chidushim here that we didn't learn before. It's very, very simple. So, if this is my beam right over here, this guy, and I have tuma underneath my beam, and this is a tefach, so the tuma hits the beam and doesn't go past the beam. So if I have something on top of the beam, it's tar. Yeah? Not only that, if I have tumma over here, and I have a kli on the other side of the beam, the tumma travels through underneath the entire beam. What about this beam over here? Doesn't travel over here. Why? Because I have a gap. Forget about this thing. I just did it so I could hold it. But I have a gap. So tumma doesn't jump from here to here. I have this gap. So certainly what's on top of this beam doesn't become Tomei. Whatever's underneath this beam is not Tomei. My Tomei is underneath the beam. It just makes this, whatever's underneath the beam Tomei. That's it. Whatever's on top of the beam is Tar. What we're trying to get to is a very interesting halacha. And that is that if I have two stories of beams and they overlap each other like this, they could fit into the gap. Let's see, it's the wrong way? No, it's not bad. Okay. If it could fit like this, the two stories, the second floor and the third floor, if they fit into each other and they're one tefach wide, and the gap is one tefach wide, then guess what happens? The tumah, the tumah that was underneath one beam over here, spreads everywhere. It's as if the entire ceiling is closed. Because we do chavayt rami, we bring down the, the, the second floor into the first floor. It fills the gap halachically. And therefore, no matter where the Toma is, it's going to spread. That's the bottom line of the sugya. And it's only if the slats, the beams are tefach wide, and the gap is a tefach wide, and they fit in perfectly in there, as so, and weiter gegangen. So let's see inside. Snan. Kares habayis you have these joys of the first floor, and Aliyah is the second floor. Shein Aliyah They don't even have the cement final layer, meaning they also don't have the layer before that, which are the small slats. Mechuva means that they are, this is sideways, but they are opposite each other, they can fill in the gaps, mechuvanois, tuma achas mehen, tuma tachas achas mehen. If the tuma is under one beam, tachtel tame, then anything underneath that one beam is completely tame because the tuma travels underneath that one beam. But the tuma cannot jump over to the second beam because there's a gap, there's an ear gap in between. Bein tachtoin alel yoyno, beinayem tame. If there's Tumah between 
the, the, the lower one and the upper one. Everything is tame. So if it's on the first floor, then it's tame until the second floor. But any, if the tuma is situated on top of a beam, where does the tuma go? Upwards till the sky, till it gets stuck, until there's a ceiling somewhere, which there isn't, so it goes all the way up to the sky. So if somebody is... That's halacha today. Koyaharim are very careful about that. What route the plane takes, a whole maisa. Speak to Koyaharim. I'm not very familiar, but if it goes over a base kfaras and the tuma in the base kfaras is tuma rutsutsa, meaning you put the body and then there's dirt right above the body and there's, you don't have a tefach gap. So what's going to happen is the tuma is going to burst out of the grave and hit the plane. And that's their concern. The Koyaharim that literally don't travel on certain airlines because they take certain routes and blah 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 speak to them and then there's this picture going around if you if you ever seen a guy in a plastic bag you saw that picture he asked Rabbi Zilberstein what to do he said put stewardess comes sees a guy in a plastic bag of course he's wearing his hat and everything you know he got the special bag that fits over the hat and everything he's in there with the oxygen thing I don't know how he did it kids are that's what he decided to do. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying that if you're a Kayan, you got to be careful about this Tumar that pops, goes all the way. Adler I kid you not, like somebody like Rip Schoenberg, who's a Kayan from London, but he knows his stuff. He goes on, he knows from his app, he knows exactly what route it's taking, and if he takes that route, it goes eastward, so it's not going to go over Tel Aviv uh, Cemetery, but if sometimes they... they they make you take off west, and then they, they, then they make you turn around, and it's a big problem. Fine. If the upper ones and the lower ones were the same size, and there's tuma underneath one of the beams, here's the big chidosh. Kulan tamei, everything is tamei. And if the tuma is on top of the beam, connect another kia tamei. Of course, anything above the tuma, exactly above. This tome, not everything on the ceiling, only directly above the tome. And we learned, So this is what we're trying to get to, this Nikuda right over here, that it must be a tefach. Rav is trying to prove that a tefach of schach could be lower down, but if it's less than a tefach of schach, it doesn't go, come down. Where does he see it? He sees it from tumah. And we want to say that whatever halacha applies in tumah, for an oil in tumah, will also apply to schach. It's only because these beams have a tefach. They're a tefach wide, and the gap is a tefach. If it doesn't have a tefach, then whatever is underneath that beam and only underneath that beam is tar, and everything to the side of it is completely tar because there's no connection between the beams now. Alma says Rava, right? This is such a complicated sugya. Look at these pictures, by the way. I'll show you all the pictures. I don't know if it will help you or not. Here are the beams. Here's Tuma in the bag. Remember the guy's chopped up in a bag, dumped down by the, by the mafia. And here's the Tuma. So if it hits a beam, whatever's on top of the beam is tar because the beam creates a chatzitza. If there's a clear right next to it, not by the, not underneath the beam, but by the ear gap, it's tar. But if there's a clee, you see the clees within the dotted lines. In other words, the clee 
is underneath the beam, somewhere underneath the beam, then that Kli is Tomei. This is just the rest of the sogya. If you have a kli on top of the top floor, tahar. If it's a ta- if it's a tefach. Now let's see how we did this. Uh, this guy. Huh. Let me see if we can find something good here. Okay, so he did it like this. Here you see all the beams fit into the to the gaps of air, and therefore the entire orange area is tame. If there's tumma anywhere in the orange, right over here, then the entire anything, any kli over here, over here, over here, will become tame. Why? Because we take all these slats, we put them into the gap, halakhically, it becomes one roof, and therefore anytime you have tumma under one roof, everything in that room becomes tame. By the way, talking about Rabbi Schoenberg, I saw this before he sent it out, but it was just a very interesting shayla. If you go into a museum, and they have a mummy in a glass case. And he brought examples. In London, they have the Museum of Science or whatever. So the glass might not be, is, is not chaitzes for tumah. And therefore, if you go in there, the entire room is tamay. Does a guy admit tumah like a Jew? Certain to some him yes. It's supposed to be there forever. It's never meant to come out. So therefore, the doorways... Don't act as kids. It's a whole Torah. If you want to look at it, he wrote a whole shtick of Torah about it in Orhammer Kaz newsletter that's coming out this Friday. Um, or you could look in the back of the Masifta. Also discusses a lot of not not as much as he does, and he has a lot of pictures, and he has real mummies, and he shows the dead people that are mummified. They look like I don't know. He brought some. I guess it's a famous guy in England. Mao sitting there in his chair, chilling out. They, they just embalmed them, whatever, okay. Or different bones they found from thousands of years ago. Create tumah to the whole museum. Or even, if there's an overhang on the museum, on the outside, if you walk on the sidewalk, you could also become tummy. Says the Gemara. So, Only if there's a tevach, I invoke. The idea of Chavay Rami, which is, what happened? No battery. And it closed? Yeah, it did close. Look at this oil on Rabbi Yisai, low battery mode. We have to hurry up. Tell me when it goes on again. Technical difficulty. Now, now we could appreciate what Gary does every day. He takes care of all the stuff, the whole setup. That's why it took seven minutes to set up. He does that. You'll save the guys. Okay. Where's Yeshua? He didn't come back? You really didn't come back? <laughs> he came just for the occasion also. His flip-flops and his... What do you got? We need... Does anybody have an iPhone? Yeah. 20%. I'm good? Yeah, 20%. yeah, it's a garbage. It's my old phone. That, that, it goes from 20 to 0 in 5 minutes. Okay. So let's just hurry up this year. Position it better. Here, like that. Better? Okay. Anyway, Chavayt Rami, which is good aches, is only if you have a tefach. That, all this for that point. End of the story. Great raya. Says the Gemara, Rav Kahana said, and he said over this whole piece. Rav Kahana and Rav Ashi said, 
Is that a fact that if you don't have a tefach, you don't bring it down? How long But Tanya, we learn. Wow, I have all these printed here. I have no idea what they are, but I'm showing them to you. There's more. We printed it. We spent the time. Here you go. You see? And there, the Torah is not turned top. Great. Next. And I slept it from Mary's Israel. Whatever. I came up with this. This took two seconds. Thank you, Yosef and Michael, for going to the store and getting this with the razor blade. Again, we're going back to Cairo. We started the Masechta with this. We're going back to that base. Cairo, you have a Mavui, which is, you have all these courtyards. Everybody lived in a bungalow colony over there, and they all dumped into this Mavuya alleyway. Chacham were concerned that you're going to carry from the Mavui into the Shusarabim, so they made you make a hacker, a beam, or a lechi. And we had exactly this case. What if the beam doesn't reach the end? So we used Lavud. It doesn't reach the other wall. Or this case right over here. Two beams, they don't meet in the middle. So, if it's less than three tvachim, and it's tzach lavi kaya cheres, you don't have to bring another one. You invoke lavot. Shleisha tzach lavi kaya cheres, but if it's more than three tvachim, you have to use another beam. Rabban Shimon Gamaliel Oimer, Rabban Shimon Gamaliel is of the opinion in the entire, I don't know, you see, this was a waste of print. Instead of three tvachim, it says four tvachim. How do you know? It's the same to me, but in the picture it says four tvachim. All over Shas holds that Lavud is four Tvachim, not three Tvachim, and therefore it could be, it could have a gap of four Tvachim. We just turned to Chavez, Omen Pei, sponsored by Dendiwai, Tehillim Group, for all those who need Shiduchim, Refuas, and Yeshuas. Please join Tehillim.8mindaf.com. <laughs> you all said, if you'll stand by the door, you'll get them there. <laughs> Pachos ma'arba in tzorch lavi kara'cheres. Less than four, okay, because four is ishkoyach. You guys know Yisrael? Recognize him. Recognize him? Yeah. But he lives here half the year, no? Yeah, but he's, he's sleeping up by your tumor. Ah, Get over Yisrael, get over here! The whole shir should get over here, that's what we should do. We're going to take, Rabbi said, don't leave, seriously. Before you leave, let's take a group picture. This is going to be, I'm going to send it to New York. We're going to show those, I mean to Chicago. We're going to send those, show those New Chicagoans what it means to get together for Tyra. Okay. Oh, you're all invited in New York. There's a massive Shevard Brachas uh, next Thursday. So this coming Sunday is my son's wedding, Bezer Hashem, in Chicago. And on Thursday, Mark and the Chevra are making a massive share of brachas. We want to beat, we want to at least get 300 people there. Beautiful stuff. Okay, so if you're there, if you, you're going to be in New York, hop on over. Oh, I'm talking to the New Yorkers, I forgot. If you live in New York now, sign up and be there. Okay, here we go. This is what we're looking for. If you have two beams coming across, and each beam is a half a beam, in other words, the kaira usually has to be a tefach. But you don't have a tefach. You have two beams that are a half a tefach. What do you do? A riach is a brick. 
is I have a brick. A brick is three by three. So a half a brick is one and a half by three. So if you could if you could hold up a brick, wow, I just remembered a Misa. Seriously, I I was taking a lifeguarding course as a teenager in one of the camps in the middle of the winter. Torture, torture. The water was what I didn't do to get that lifeguarding job as a lifeguard in Camp Myris. And there was an African-American there. When I say African-American, he's all muscle. For him to float, you, you can't even imagine. The entire time, he couldn't, he, could, he just sunk to the bottom, sunk to the bottom. The final thing that they gave us was, and I don't know if they do this today, they gave us a brick. There was a brick, and you have to hold a brick above the water and tread water for a minute. The guy cannot do it. And he spent an entire week in 40 degree water, whatever it was. We were, we were dying there the whole week. It was like towards, it was like a couple months before the summer. It, was, it wasn't like snowing, but it was freezing. The water was, every time we were shivering and blankets, the whole thing. And he went through the whole course and the guy wouldn't pass him. Because he could not hold a brick above the water for a minute. Why? Because he's all muscle. He just kept on going down. And he was not, not shy. Okay. Anyway. But this is not water, and this is not a, although we got two colors over here, we, we, we're covering all races, if you look over here. We have a brick, and if the brick, if the wood could carry this brick, could tread water with this, then it's a good kaira. It has to be strong enough to carry it. Now, together we only have a tefach. The brick is a tefach and a half, fine. We can deal with the other half a tefach. Inside. If it could carry it, I'm showing you the wrong picture. Ignore that I just showed you this. I just showed it to show you that there's two colors here. But if you look closely over here, you still have the same two colors. It's just to show you that there's two pieces of wood. They did a great job because they literally have to touch each other. So how would they make a picture of two pieces of wood touching each other and show that it's two pieces? Okay, so they want to emphasize it. If they are strong enough to hold the brick, so it's as if it's a full tefach. What's the difference? Half a tefach plus a half a tefach is considered a tefach. Imlav. And if you can't hold the brick, you have to bring another beam. Then comes this picture over here. Says Reb That's a beautiful picture. Somewhere. This one. They don't have to be touching each other. If you could put a brick that's three tfachim long from one side, from one kaira to the other, then it's a good kaira. That's considered a kaira. Great. Oh. So what does this have to do with us? Not yet. This part. Great case. One is up and the other one is down. They're on different levels. So that's basically Allah that we're discussing now. Chavayd Rami, good asik, good aches, I should say. Chavayd Rami, you could bring down the, the upper one to the lower one. We also say good asik, but I, I didn't see it here. You don't say chavayd alei, chavayd Rami. Okay. It's probably the same thing. We'll see it soon, I think. You do see the bottom one coming up. Make sure that we already said, and that was in Daf Bey, Zamad Aleph, 
the Kaira cannot be above 20 Amas. So if one of them is above 20 Amma, like the white guy, no good. You cannot do Chavayd Rami downwards, because it's already too, it's too late. It's in the wrong spot. Okay, another picture, why not? I, by the way, I forgot to tell you, 28 pictures today, 28. It's this thick, I had a shlip from Chicago. And this is a below Tentvachim, this guy is below Tentvachim, you cannot make him go upwards and come to the Makam Hechsher. Now, but if both of them are within 20 Amas in the, in the proper, above 10, in below 20, Amrina Chavayt Rami. You do say Chavayt Rami. Avagad These beans that are going across, how big are they? Less than a Tefach. Why? If they were a Tefach, then we wouldn't have the whole sugya. You could close the Gemara. A Kaira that's a Tefach is perfect. So we're talking about a deficient Kaira. One that's less than a Tefach. One that's a half a Tefach, let's say. And with the other one, it's a full Tefach. And I'm telling you, Chavayt Rami, I could take an upper one and a lower one and bring them together. No, you see that you don't need a full tefach in order to go downwards. Rava says you need a tefach. And over here we say you don't need a tefach. You have to answer and say it like this. Very interesting lashon. So, the Gemara says, basically, you have to say that we're like this. We are three Tfachim away from this guy, three Tfachim away that way, to the side and to the down. And it's all within three Tfachim, and like this, I could, so here's a big Chiddush. I could go sideways and downwards. Sideways I do Lavod, downwards I do Chavait, and that's what I'm doing over here. Same idea, just with the lower one. Okay. But if you have a problem of three tfachim, since I don't have a full tefach, I cannot say Chavay That's what the Gemara is trying to say here. Okay, next sugya, Rabbi Sai, Veshitzilosam Aruvim Chamasa. Brand new sugya. We're only going to go to the Mishnah, I think. What time is it? It's five to eight. We're, we're almost good. Yeah, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to pick myself up and walk out the door and leave everybody sitting here. We got to take a picture. We got to say hello to everybody. What? It is? Are you joking? It's, uh, I'm, I'm happy about it. What time is my flight delayed, though? Did you do something? Dailam Davin. Anybody know a good divorce lawyer? I told her 1 o'clock. Now it's 2, 3 o'clock. Kids are going to be running around. The... By the way, it's brand new house. First time we slept there was last night. Kids by himself. I'll be back at 2. Don't worry, y'all. I'll be back at 2. Okay. What we don't do for Torah. It's all worth it, no? It's all... <laughs> so now the Gemara asked Avi's question. The Gemara does this all the time. We had it just a few days ago. The classic question. You can infer from the words of the Mishnah, it says, if you have more shade than sun, 
it's a good sukkah. Mashma that if it's 50-50, no good. You have to have more good than bad, the Mishnah says. And it says in the other parak, we're in the second parak. The other parak means the first parak. Meaning, the first, first Mishnah of Mesechta's Sukkah. It says if there's more sun than shade, it's possible. But if it's 50-50, it's kosher. What do we do with this contradiction? Like Hashem. This contradiction, Rabbi says, is not just... I'm nitpicking, I'm over here, it's imagine 50% is good, over here, it's imagine 50% is not good. I'm trying to explain to you why the Mishnah repeated itself. What good is it? We already learned, everybody that learned the first Mishnah, many, many children that are six, seven years old know the first Mishnah of Sukkah. It's a famous Mishnah that had there in the, all the, those uh, colored uh, Mishnahis that they have today. Everybody knows. There's a low Sukkah, there's a Sukkah that's under 10 Fakhah, there's a Sukkah very tall, and the Chamasam Rubin Tzilasa. So then why did the mission have to repeat itself? The mission never repeats itself. So in order to, it's another way of saying, why did you repeat yourself? And the Gemara is going to say, kan milamalo, kan milamato. Very, very important you saw it. If you have 50% on the top, meaning where the schach is, guess what's going to happen on the bottom? The sun rays spread. So if it's exactly 50% on top, you're going to have 51% on the bottom. And therefore, it's no good. Kamilamata, but if I'm checking the bottom, where is it? Here, okay, this is a very similar. I hired Gershon Ben Moshe's son. He's 14 years old to, to print these for me. So it's hard for him to differentiate. I told him, you know, you don't have to do every single one. Some of them are him. He did a great, great job. He saved me at least 11 hours, I think. 11 hours of printing. That's how long it took him, and it would take me longer. Anyway, so. Over here, if you look on the bottom, it's 50-50, so you know that on top, it's solid schach. And those are the two Mishnahis. Omer Av Papa, and this is what people say, Azuz is one-fourth of an istra. In fact, it's actually one-fourth the size. So if you have, people say there's a saying, if on top there's a hole, yeah, sometimes you have like a crack you're in a pitch dark room and there's a crack and that's what wakes you up, you know, it's not, you're not getting the sun the size of the crack, it comes through the crack and it, it goes like that, you know, it, it hits you, it's four times the size, people say. And, and I didn't have time to, to develop this, but you can develop it on your own, I'm just going to put out the, the word and you, you're going to think about it on your, by yourself. When it comes to Ruchnius, you do a mitzvah, one mitzvah here, the ramifications, the way it spreads out, people... Uh, you, you learn a daf here, you learn a daf, your children see it, your friends see it, there's other people that are doing it. You do one thing over here, you don't know what kind of schar you have. It multiplies, not four times, a thousand times over. Says the Gemara, If you have enough schach, it looks like a house, it's laid on heavy. Even though you don't see the stars, it's kosher. If you can't even see the rays of the sun, then this is not a good sukkah according to Bishamai. Bishal say, nevertheless, it's still kosher. Rabbi said, it was such a pleasure being here. Thanks for hosting. Bezer Hashem, we can do this more often. Bezer Hashem, you'll come to Ramah Shemesh and visit in person. Amen. 
Yishkoyach, thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mark, look what's going on over here. I'll put it on YouTube. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, Rabbi Yisai, if we all could get together before the shy people run away, I know those people, the guys that in the picture, they pretend in the picture, but they hide behind the guy, right? Let's come, let's get together, let's show, we got to do this for Chicago, just for Chicago. Let's get together.